The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Welcome to Everyday Spirituality with your host, Kimberly Tobin. Using religion as a foundation, we can broaden and even break its boundaries in order to explore and strengthen our spirituality. Our program is designed to bring faith into your life, however you may interpret it. It's not just for hard times. It's not for services once a week or only a few times a year. It's in everything around you. You can use spirituality to make the world around you a better place. Now, here is Kimberly Tobin. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today, we have an amazing guest, another wonderful woman, Tamara Fleming, that I will bring on in just a moment. Uh, you know, we've had a few shows, and I, as you know, I've created this sacred and safe place for us to come together and be able to explore different modalities or different practices, or even just ask questions. When I had my when I started on my uh, spiritual journey, I felt so alone. I didn't know where to ask, who to talk to. I, the last thing I wanted to do was disrespect the religion that I was brought up in. But I knew somewhere deep and down there had to be more. That's what this space is for. I am bringing you different, amazing women that walk different spiritual paths that have been so gracious to share their walk their practices, and things that help them. You may agree with some of these. You may not. My thought and ask of you is to push down your barriers and allow some of these to sink in and see if they resonate and possibly try them. I want you to push your comfort zone. I want you to have a couple of ahas and a few holy crap moments by the time we get through with this hour. We'll explore different paths and different roads. And by all means, if you have a question, please reach out. Shoot me an email. Connect with me on Facebook. I created this space so that no one ever has to feel alone like I did. So I'm opening the space to you and it's up to you to reach out. So with that being said, I would like to introduce the amazing woman I have with you today, have with me today to share with you, Tamara Fleming. Tamara was born to be a transformational catalyst. She has over 17 years of coaching experience, helping individuals, couples, and businesses get clear on their purpose, vision, and roadmap to realize their goals and dreams. Tamara is the author of Upswing, 
80 Mindful Practices to Shift Your Life from Blues to Bliss. She's also the founder of Upswing You, an online university for consciousness, creativity, and collaboration. Tamara completed a one-year solo journey around the world where she experienced a deep spiritual awakening in the sacred mountains of the Himalayas. She co-created a spiritual gathering, which is a monthly spiritual education and entertainment group exploring practices for intentional humans. She holds a BS in organizational development and retail merchandising, as well as certifications and training in coaching, leadership, feng shui, face reading, and various healing modalities. Tamara works with individuals and small businesses to co-create transformation from the inside out. Tamara, thank you so much for joining me. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is great. <laughs> I am so honored to share this time with you. You guys, I have known Tamara for about two and a half years now. And when I met her, I was on the very beginning of my spiritual journey. And she in her presence guided me more than she will she will ever know. I'm I'm so grateful for for being in your presence, my dear. Ah, thank you so much. Well, you were there at the beginning of my dark night of the soul. So we'll talk about this, I'm sure. (laughs) That sounds good to me. (laughs) One of the things I like to do with our listeners is, you know, be able to connect with some of the places where they started out, because not all of us jump off the spiritual cliff and just say, okay, I'm going to be awakened right now and everything's rosy. So if you don't mind, could you share with us how you started out? Oh, gosh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I'll try to do that in brief. I, When I was younger, I was um, raised, my parents actually <laughs> dropped me off at church, at, at the Presbyterian Church, and I, I went to church services by myself as a young child. I just loved the whole environment. And I was uh, a lot like that. And as I kind of grew older, um, that really kind of maintained my spiritual container. And then when I was in my late 20s, I started traveling. And I took a trip around the western states, the western United States. And I ended up in Sedona, Arizona. And I love going to sacred places on the planet. And that really had a profound impact on me because I had been getting signs. Now, this may relate to some of your people, but I was getting these synchronistic signs of 1111 all over. I had all my childhood that was always a number. And I always said, I'm going to know what that means someday. I know I'm going to know what that means. (laughs) So I was sitting in a bookstore in Sedona, Arizona. This is, again, my late 20s. And uh, I asked the guy in there, I said, does 1111 have any spiritual significance? And he said, well, of course. And so down the journey I went um, with 1111 and, and synchronicities. And of course, now I've learned about master numbers and um, numerology and things like that. So mm-hmm. that was always, to me, a synchronistic sign that I was on the right track. And 1111 is really, yeah, your angels are talking to you. You're on the right track. So that's where I, I really hung out. And then I'm going to leap forward to my trip around the world because that's probably where everything kind of cracked wide open. Again, I was always spiritual. I read spiritual books. I I had, I had gone to many different churches, gone to many different gatherings, just feeling into what felt right for me. 
And when I was on my trip around the world, it was my seventh month of traveling. I had left home and I was going to spend one year traveling with a backpack around the world. And I ended up in Kathmandu and I flew into Kathmandu and I immediately got sick. And I hadn't drink any water, eaten any food, or there was no reason for me to be sick. Usually you get that when you go into a new country. Anyway, after about four days of being stuck in a hotel, totally sick, um, and, and really it was a cathartic event, I came out of that experience and I um, went outside and I found on a pole to go to a the Kathmandu Center of Healing and learn about ancient Thai massage. So I thought, I'm always into learning. I'm ready to kind of spark out on my new adventure. Well, fast forward, I ended up staying in that meditation center for um, two months. And during the time that I was there, I met this incredible Hindu healer. And also then I was taken up into the Tibetan village and met this incredible Tibetan healer also. So I was going, I just was built for going through this massive cathartic spiritual awakening in this incredible, what I consider, you know, the Himalayas are just, they're spiritual beyond belief, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I went through this experience of really offloading a lot of my life and, um, and learning new ways and getting acquainted with new ways of being. And so that, I call that my biggest awakening because when I came back to America after that year-long trip, I was absolutely a different person. And my half of my being was in the Western world and the other half of my being was in this ancient Tibetan world. And mm. I'm sure if I've had past lives, I was a, a monk many, many times or a nun many, many times over. So spirituality, um, religion isn't really my track, but I respect all religions and spirituality because really they all lead to one center place. Right. And that's my message in my work now it's an embodiment of who we are and um you know whatever you believe god is in your life so so true that is amazing what an amazing journey (laughs) now when you were younger and these things you started um you know the going to the churches and and things like that and, and as you got older did you have the support of your family or friends around you or were you like me i was the black sheep um, you know, we, uh, yeah, I didn't have anyone around me. I was really on my own. Um, I was always searching for, and there's a piece to this story, which I need to tell, <laughs> but I was always searching for really good teachers and, and mentors and guides along the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a revelation uh, when, when we get to the part where I tell that next part of the story mm-hmm. um, and my revelation, I'll tell you all about that. And I may never have said this to anyone yet, so this will be interesting. <laughs> but um, I was really alone until I found uh, a spiritual teacher that I followed wholeheartedly for uh, about seven years. So, yeah, but, uh, you know, yeah, I was alone. I was alone in my quest for who is God, what is God, how does it work in my life? And, you know, I'd gone through... Uh, I'd had, um, the the Christians call it a born again experience. I'd had Mm -hmm. that experience a couple of times I had in, in a, in another spiritual group I was in, I had, you know, just what I would call a complete 
union uh, uh, overtaking of, of Jesus's love in my heart, the feeling of that. And then when I was in my spiritual journey for seven years, I actually landed in the state of bliss for three weeks. Wow. And that I want to talk about because that's uh-huh. really important to um, the world and to our work, my work right now. So. And I so agree with that. And that the state of bliss is something that so many people have never experienced. So, you know, we're getting ready to come back. It, it's This hour is going to go fast, trust me. So <laughs> when we come back, I really want to hear, um, you know, like we talked about the dark night of the soul and, and things like that that you've gone through and all you want to share with our listeners. So um, we'll be right back, everybody. America Women's Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Voice America Women's Channel. tuned into Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Again, that's Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Welcome back, everyone. Before we left for break, Tamara and I were talking about some of the things that she has witnessed in some of her transformation. Tamara, can you continue on um, telling, sharing with the journey that you went on? Yeah, so we left off, so I think I left off with the Himalayan experience. And um, then my next big leap was, um, gosh, let's see, let me, let me get make sure I'm not missing anything here in the middle. I came back and I became a, a coach trained in an energetic-based style of coaching that was really about seeing the light in people and seeing the balance in people. So let me just say that. I started that in, ni- in 1999. 
And it was early on in the coaching profession. So that's how I was trained as a coach is to see the light in others. And so that whole program had a lot of um, spiritual underpinnings because when you're doing that kind of work with people, you need to understand a lot of different ways of how energy works, how spirit works, and all of those things. So I was in that work for, gosh, probably another seven years or so. And then in the mid uh, 2000s, I really wanted to find a mentor where I could offload or heal the rest of the negative emotions and the shadow side of myself Mm -hmm. so that I could be the lightest human being that I could possibly be. So I found this person and I went on this uh, journey to become, he was training people to become quantum healers. And I went on this journey with him for seven years. And as it progressed, I became a certified quantum healer. I I became someone who was very dedicated to the studies, and it's pretty much all I did. Um, I ended up leaving my home state and moving to Montana to be a closer to where he was and where the classes were in 2012. And uh, I really, what I did at that point is I left, I I turned myself over to these teachings. And I'm going to say this in the realm of where we have been as spiritually growing human beings and where we are going in my perspective, okay? So um, where we've been is needing instruction, needing teachers, needing following, needing books, needing all of these things. And I'll just say this in kind of an opening. Where we are going is to understand our relationship, whatever that means, to the divine, and that we are human beings that actually have free will and choice to be able to choose how we live in this world and how we express that divine energy. Um, And it is our responsibility. So I just want to say that because I'm going to come back to that. Um, So I studied with this person and then he ended up passing away not long, maybe two years after I was here. And um, that ended up, I'm going to say this for the first time I've said it out loud, (laughs) publicly on air. There were a lot of untruths behind the inner workings of that system. And I think that if you followed um, spiritual teachers and religious organizations and spiritual organizations, there is a point at which there can be a lot of ego at the top of that line because those kinds of teachers begin to get followers. And when you get followers, the ego has an opportunity to show up. And the, mm-hmm. the more spiritual you are, I believe, the more your shadow can show up equally as powerful. And so we've seen an era, maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe hundreds of years of this going on. And so I realized that I was in a system that was, many parts of it were really wonderful. I was trained very well, very much universal truth in terms of what I was learning spiritually, loved it. And then there was this dark side. So a lot of times with everything, there is a light and there is a dark. There, mm-hmm. the, the universe is doing that, right? Mm-hmm. So, but what in the end, what ended up happening is I ended up leaving this group. This is after he passed away. I ended up leaving this group. And as soon as I got a, my stepped away far enough, I could look back and I could say I was in a cult. Now, let me just say this about cult. Cults are all over the place. They're all over in our society a cult is, uh, is when you give your power away to someone else, to a system, to a belief system. 
That's a cult, actually. So I don't want to make that sound uh, too scary because we actually buy off on cults all day long. Um, Mm -hmm. But in this case, I realized that that's what had happened. And so by the nature, and this is so spiritually profound, because by the nature of giving your power away to something outside of yourself and, and making that your world of beliefs, um, when that came crumbling down is actually when I went in, you met me at this point, I went mm-hmm. into the deep dark night of the soul. Now, I think everything is divinely orchestrated. I think our lives, life paths have um, some pieces of our free will and some pieces of, of, of destined experiences. We get an opportunity to figure out how we're going to respond to those experiences. So when that belief system that I had really given myself over to fell away, I crumbled also. So I lost my spiritual rudder. And Mm -hmm. now I'm in a deep dark night of the soul. I went into trauma. I lost the vision in one of my eyes. My body started to fall apart. And then my mind, my body, and my spirit all fell apart at the same time. And so that deep, if anyone knows or doesn't know about the deep dark night of the soul, not everyone has to go through a dark night of the soul. The dark night of the soul was actually coined by Joseph Campbell. And not everyone has to go through it. Each person has their own path of learning, their own path of experiences that they can go through. And some people need to go through it more uh, traumatically than others. And I was one of those people. And I believe that because... I'm also a spiritual teacher. So in order for me to be the kind of teacher that is is on the light side and the right side, I had to learn what the dark side was all about. I had to learn what yes. that was like. You know, I had to I had to experience it myself. So um, as I came through that and, and started to un, and unwrap the dark night of the soul and really understand it. Now let me just say this: the dark night of the soul took me to the to the mat to the darkest place that mm-hmm. you can be. I had lost my spiritual reason for being on the planet. I really, at one point, didn't want to be here anymore. I had no purpose. I had no rudder. I was completely in a dark place and lost. Okay. So from that place, then, you know, there are people who don't, to, who do leave the planet at that point. But in mm-hmm. my case, I have a very strong light will. And so <laughs> I started coming back. And it was a slow journey as I started coming back. I started coming back. I started coming back. I started seeing the light again. I started remembering my experiences. I started getting the the divine downloads and the and the um, knowingness in my heart again of who I was and why I was here. So I'm going to stop there because that was a lot. <laughs> well, and, and it is a lot. And and I was honored to be a witness to that. And I learned so much from witnessing, from being there. And and it's not something that someone can help you go through or can tell you how to get through it or anything other than just being there. And I can honestly say that was the first time that when somebody says I'm holding space, I knew what that meant because I was truly holding space for you to go through what you needed to go through not judgment I was not judging I was not doing anything other than sending love and it was um, awakening and for me as well and I didn't even realize it at that time anyway when you said you you 
got to your bottom and you just you decided to you to stay and and started seeing the light and and moving forward what were some of the ways the the simple steps that you started doing that because when you're in that point it's hard to know what to do yeah that's a great question um you know it's just a matter of one step at a time like if you step forward it, so let me just say this, because out of that, I knew then that everything about my divine life, my divine connection, and being so divinely oriented, that it was absolutely up to me, and it was also in me. So that dark night of this soul experience showed me how light can leave your body by your own choice, by your own free will. Okay, it can leave you in the darkest place and you can bring it back at your own free will. Mm-hmm. So the steps of, go- of moving forward is I had to trust again because my trust had been shattered. My trust in myself first, mm-hmm. my trust in others second. And as I've come up out of that, I'll come back to the steps. But as I've come up out of that experience, I am fiercely in in alignment with my own power. There is no one ever again from the, I will never give my power away to anything outside of me because everything divine comes from the inside out. That's why we're human. That's why we're human. That's why we get to walk around with hearts. That's why we, and the battle, you know, the dark battle between the ego mind and the shadow and the divinity in us is extraordinary. It is extraordinary. And we're playing and interplaying with the two of those all day long. And as we learn to be less human and more divine, then we begin deferring to the, the way of being and the choices that Jesus talked about. Jesus mm-hmm. was trying to teach us <laughs> how to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, all of, you, can, you can go back and read any version of that and you can look at what he was teaching and he was trying to teach us exactly that. Very true. Very, very true. So can you give us, before we go to break, because we're about to go to break again, give me two simple steps that you, that besides the trusting and the knowing, how did you do that? So the tr- I had to, so to gain trust, I had to start, every time I picked up a book, a new book or a new spiritual thing, I just put it down. So my step was to begin to go inward to my heart, to feel my heart again, to feel the love in my heart. Because now, remember, I'd had experiences where I'd had the what I call the power of Jesus's love in my heart. Now, Jesus is not somebody that I follow, (laughs) by the way, but I am very connected to his energy and his power. And so that love that, that I had experienced and my bliss experience that I was hanging on to held me to a path. So Everyone has that in their heart. Every single soul person has that in their heart. They're capable of bringing that out. So I focused on my heart. I simply focused on my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you wanted two? <laughs> no, no, good? that's that's awesome because it, 
It sound, it's simple. It's not easy. It's simple. But again, it's going in. It's the basis. It's the trust. It's the getting to know yourself and allowing yourself to be yourself and accepting and be able to grow. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, like I said, we're getting ready for break again. And when we come back, I w- would love for you to share what your journey is now. And you know, to explain what bliss is. I'm not sure a lot of us know what that is. And we all have our own definitions, but I'd love to hear yours. So when we come back, we will start discussing bliss. Thank you. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. For women, the pressure to achieve is stronger, the work hours longer, and the struggle for respect and authority more complex than ever. You want guidance on how to succeed, and you are not alone. You're invited to take your coffee break with Game Changers on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern for our special series, Game Changing Women. Powerful women leaders will help you make sense of it all, analyze how you can change the game, and share their playbooks. Game Changing Women, presented by SAP on the Business Channel. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. tuned into Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Again, that's Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Welcome back, everyone. We were talking about the amazing journey that Tamara has been on, and Tamara, thank you so much for sharing that. To be so transparent and so vulnerable with everyone, I I definitely appreciate that opportunity for my listeners to be able to hear that from you. So Mm -hmm. now tell me a little bit about what the journey, what's going on now. So I think we were talking about bliss, and I'd like to kind of start this with talking about what is the state of bliss? And because that is the core element that I am working with now, it's what my book is about. I know we'll talk about that coming up. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and so what is it? So 
here's the really cool thing. We were just talking about the divine self and not giving your power away. So when you really truly understand who you are as a human being with a thinking mind and an operating heart, and you understand, you you discover, you keep leaning into how the heart actually runs everything, if you allow it to, it really does, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your mind can step back. I call it putting your mind in the back seat and putting your heart in the front seat. And when your heart is driving and you defer to your heart, here's how you're being. You're being kind to yourself, you're being kind to others, you're feeling states of really deep gratitude, you see beauty everywhere, you are at total peace, you know that there's nothing to do, the nothing that has to be done, you um, just know that everything that's in the present moment is perfect. Now, what I just described is bliss. Mm-hmm. It, elements of bliss, right? And so uh, most of us have never experienced expanded or extended states of bliss. We might experience when a baby is born, a daughter or granddaughter is born. We might experience it when we are in union with a partner, not in love, in bliss. We mm-hmm. might, because that's the opportunity to open it up. You know, they talk about kundalini energy and when that energy is flowing Mm -hmm. bliss is not something that you go out and attain or get it's something that you be it's something that you be allow to be because it's already riding around inside your human body right now it's not something to go achieve or something to get or something to learn um I want to stop there because does that inspire a question in you? It inspires so many questions in me. And the bliss is, first of all, describing it, putting it to words is huge. And then so many of us, with this culture, everything is, you know, convenience and quick satisfaction and and all that. And I think what we are doing is trying to find the bliss from the external to mm. fix the need or the craving of the internal. Yes. Does that make said. sense? Yes. Oh, that totally makes sense. And that is, that's, that's the, just the huge joke on humanity, right? Because mm-hmm. everything that we are looking for is actually sitting inside of each of us right now. Yes. It's not lost. It's not missing. It's there. There's no lack. It's already there. And and as I say that, I can hear my ego go, yeah, but, you know, that's not easy to do, right? That's not easy to find. And, it and actually, you can't pay your bills with that. No. And, <laughs> and, and, and. <laughs> right, exactly. How am I supposed to live in this world, right? Um, but so, you know, when I, I my, my book is titled, 80 uh, is upswing, 80 mindful practices to shift your life from blues to bliss. And I swear that was a divine download because I was trying to figure out how am I going to tell the story between the dark night of the soul and bliss and and what those spectrums of human experience Mm -hmm. are like, right? And so I found a book written by uh, Sean Mishore and he wrote a book called The Bliss Experiment. And I opened it up and I thought, yep, he's on it. I experienced exactly what he's talking about. So he's actually one of the people I interviewed in my uh, recent interviews. Um, And 
when we were talking about it, we both were very affirmative that, like I said, it's nothing that you can attain or reach out to. It's just something that you can be. So let me just jump really quickly to some some steps that you can take to be bliss. So one of the practices is seeing beauty everywhere. Mm-hmm. Now, if you even try that for 10 minutes, I promise you, your eyes are going to look at something that you're judging and, and, and saying that's that's not right or mm, that could be better. Um, so it's a practice I recommend doing in small increments. You know, start with five minutes, start with a minute, <laughs> start with 10 minutes. And look around and see beauty everywhere. Because when you take the things that you analyze and judge and you turn it into beauty, then you, your heart starts to soften and you start to let go of judgment. Mm-hmm. Right? Really mm-hmm. easy to do. So you're driving down the road and you see a pile of garbage and you look at that and you think, now isn't that beautiful? <laughs> right? And, and you, you might laugh like I just did. But if you just say that's perfect because whatever that's about right now is serving someone or something divinely. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a real, it's a reach for the ego, but it's not for the heart, right? Mm-hmm. So then you start to let go and you start to soften back and soften back and soften back. And then it's a little bit easier to get into gratitude, right? So a lot of people start with gratitude, but it, it can be kind of hard to just be in gratitude. So mm-hmm. then when you start to see beauty, whatever that means to you, and, and then you can start to be grateful, it comes naturally, For your life, for your world, it comes naturally. You start to feel, oh, hey, things are looking good. This is a good day. Wow, everything's going really great. And then as that energy starts to build, you start to be deeper and wider in your heart. You'll feel it because you can't not feel it. Mm-hmm. Right. And years, over a hundred years ago, Wallace Waddles wrote a book and he talked about this state of this energy that we're working with. So whether you call it God, he calls it formless energy, whether you call it God or universe or whatever it is to you, once you start doing that, you're in alignment with that energy. And when you're in alignment with that energy, you can then start to create intentionally the world and the life that you want. Mm -hmm. Because that energy is what actually brings everything into alignment. When you are out, let's just play that in the opposite way. When you are seeing everything as ugly and when you are, um, let's see, seeing everything as ugly, yeah, when you're a victim or you're not taking responsibility for your Mm -hmm. inner power, um, the power of your heart, you're not in gratitude, you're in seeing less than, you're seeing what's missing in your life, you can see very quickly how that energy just gets sucked up in a vacuum and away from you. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. Yes. So being divine and being in your heart and being, whether you call it spirituality or religion or faith or whatever you call it, well, faith I'm going to come back to, but whatever you call it is actually an energy that you are capable of creating through the heart. So let's call it the heart mind and the heart math Institute. I love them. They've been doing research on the power of the heart for a long time. And they say that the the heart can actually power a light bulb. It's also got more power and energy than the mind. So when you turn the heart on, you're literally turning on an oscillating factor. They tell the story of in a room full of grandfather clocks, the loudest clock, all the other clocks will entrain to it, will start matching its clicking. 
and no matter what size they are, right? So mm-hmm. when your heart is in that divine divi- that divine place, you're in that space of gratitude and seeing beauty and being in love and opening and expanding, then that is what is drawn to you. It cannot help but happen. It is a guarantee. It's a guarantee. Isn't that cool to know? It really, really, really is cool to know. And, you know... Things aren't always rosy. And just because you do this once doesn't mean that things are always going to be perfect from here on out. However, they are tools that you don't have to stay down there so long. Mm -hmm. And that is a really good point because being human with this conscious awareness that we have of all of this means that we are literally the experiment for how it works. Mm -hmm. We are the experiment that divinity can come through and act out itself out in the world. That's why there's the dark side and the in-between and the light side, because we are in charge of how that works and we are learning our way to how that works, right? We are learning how to really get in alignment with this, let's call, I call it divinity, with the energy of divinity and be it, literally just be it. Wow. That is so cool. And then you, you get to, to be human too. You know, you you get to live on earth and, and yeah. you know, drive your car and put gas in it and everything else, but yeah. you are operating your being from a completely different place. Now, that takes practice mm-hmm. and it takes, you know, some discipline and it takes some consistency and it takes some things that you have to do. Um, when you, when we, we're going to talk about my course coming up, I'll tell you about that because I love this piece because we're learning a whole new rule set for how to be these kinds of new humans. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that the world and the way it is now demands it. It does. Well, <laughs> that's a great uh, a great statement because the world right now, what it's showing us is the shadow side of the darkest sides of who we act ourselves out to be so that we can reckon with it. Yeah. We're getting shown so that we can make choices. It's horrible what's happening. Even the even the earth itself with the hurricanes and, and earthquakes is, is, is mirroring it, right? The sun is even mirroring it with solar flares and earthquakes and hurricanes and you know riots and but here's what's happening it's it's wonderful because what's happening is people are waking up and they're choosing they are no longer asleep now you know we could have the argument that well they're choosing like you know racism and they're choosing these things well all of those contrasts that humans are capable of of having are perfect because when you have contrast you get to make choices exactly that means you're aware yeah it means you're 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 aware enough to say i don't believe in that i don't want that i i'm not choosing that for my life i'm just choosing this now here's the here's the downside the downside is that um If it's too much, which right now I think you could consider it too much for a lot of people, people go back to sleep because they, it's just too much to handle. Right. Right. So what I say to that is don't go back to sleep because you don't want to go through this again (laughs) at this level, right? You just stay awake and stay in your heart and move yourself over into your heart, into who you truly are 
and start operating from there. It's it's like building a muscle at the gym. It's yes. a muscle that humanity does not have as a predominant way of being, but it only takes so many people doing it for a period of time of consistency to create a tipping point where it does become the way it is. And that's absolutely that's where absolutely we're yeah. well we're getting ready for our very last break see I told you guys it was going to go be a fast hour and when we come back Tamara's going to share with us uh, more about her book and more about her new program we'll be right back this is the Voice America Women's Channel where your success is limitless Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. You are tuned in to Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to kim at kimberlytobin.com. Again, that's kim at kimberlytobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Welcome back, everyone. Now, can you see why I wanted to share Tamara with you? I mean, oh my gosh, there's so many things going on. And Tamara and I were talking off air. There's Everybody's pointing out the problems. Here's our problems. Here's our problems. Here's our problems. And the solution is to get in alignment. And, and I agree with that solution. But Tamara has been so good to show us the simple steps Find the beauty, get in gratitude, you know, let your live from your heart. Oh, I just so glad wish she was able to share all that. Can you, Tamara, tell us now more about the book as well as more about the um, uh, your new program you just launched? Yes, I would like to do that. Um, first, before I do that, though, I want to say this one thing that Everything I said about seeing beauty, being in gratitude, and getting in your heart, 
The human ego wants to make that hard and difficult. And it's so simple that when you fall into a state of bliss, you look out through your eyes and you, you, all I could say, I was in bliss for three weeks, which was a long time. And I looked out and all I could really say was, everyone needs to know this. Why do they not know this? It was so simple. So what I'm saying is, if you are willing to practice those three pieces and see if you can't get yourself there, everyone has a different tipping point of where they will fall uh, you know, into the state of being in bliss, that it's not hard. Don't make it hard. Don't make it something that's unattainable because it's not. It's right there sitting there waiting for you as you. It's the who you truly are as, as you. <laughs> and I, I think that. that's where we, I, I do too, and I think that's where we get tripped up so much is that we are trying to make every single thing so difficult, we lose the meaning of why we're doing it, and then we just lose the motivation because we've made it so hard. Yes, you know, and in all fairness to us as human humans evolving, We've come through a period of time in the last 20 to 30 years where we've had all of these spiritual self-help books come onto the earth. And so then which way do you want to go and what really appeals to you and what what kind of faith or religion or a spiritual belief system do you want to reside in? You know, that's been a search. But the, 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 whole, the whole idea of seeking is funny because there's nothing to seek. It's sitting in you right now. Exactly. So true. So true. We have the answers. So anyway, tell us about your stuff. Okay. So, um, yeah. So in March, I launched off and wrote a book called Upswing, 80 Mindful Practices to Shift Your Life from Blues to Bliss. And what it ended up being was truly 80 practices that are all ways to do what I'm talking about. So they're ways to think about how to pull yourself out of the way you're not you're normally being, break a habit and move yourself into a lighter, more divine way of being. So I would I would call it practices to become a divine human being. So that's the book and it's available on Amazon. It's just type in upswing in the search bar and you can you can find it. It's got a really pretty cover upswing in big orange letters and a fun uh, wonderful graphic of a head with all these arrows coming out because it's upswinging. <laughs> so um, that's the book. And the book is meant to be on your nightstand or take with you on a vacation and you open it up. You don't have to read it cover to cover and you open it up to what reading for that day might be pertinent to your to to where you're at in your life. So it's it's a book to play with and keep. I swear you could probably have this book for the rest of your life to be practicing these things. And, you know, on, on my behalf, I have to say, writing a book like this was a tall order because um, now I have to live toward those 80 things myself. So <laughs> I, well, really I will tell you, up my game. <laughs> I use mine every day. It's on my nightstand. I have gifted it several times. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. So definitely everybody run out and get it. So thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, you can order it too from me on upswingbook.com. And if you order it directly from me, uh, the reason you do that is because I would sign it. But I also put an intuitive reading inside with a little gift. So that's available to people too. Thank you. Thank you. So how did that evolve into your program? Yeah. So the book naturally lends lends itself to, wow, well, if this is what we're saying is the new human, then how do I go about teaching that or, or sharing that? So 
I created a course that I actually opened the doors to uh, to yesterday to, to, for registration yesterday. It's called the Upswing Adventure 1.0, and the whole the title is about really helping you. Uh, it's fun, right? So mm-hmm. I've traveled around the world, so I'm using travel and inner travel as a metaphor, but it's really about what we've been talking about, which is finding the core center of who you truly are, getting what's not working or the perspectives you have out of the way, getting in connection with who you really are, discovering your big why, your big purpose in life, which which it doesn't have to be what your project is, but it could be, you know, why do you believe you're on the planet? And then learning the skill set and the mindset of this kind of human that we've been talking about. So briefly, I just want to say this thing um that there are words that we absolutely if we actually embrace them instead of resisted them would change our lives so words like commitment perseverance focus um consistency let's stay with those four those are like they sound really hard right and Mm -hmm. i don't want to do those so immediately when you hear those words you go into resistance so in the course what i do is show you how to flip those words over and make them positive um behaviors in your life because when you understand the true dynamics of how those work and why they work to create your manifestations the way that you want to then you'll do them you won't resist them ever again you will not resist you will not resist commitment you will not resist consistency you will not resist focus when you understand the light side of those words so <laughs> that's in session uh, five i think and then and then i talked to you about adventuring in the world and the attitude of being in the world and and it's got that the elements of beauty and gratitude and those kinds of things in it so that you start to really get in the swing of how to be in your life with more grace and ease and fun. And then I show you how to come back to yourself, how to come back home and bring that new self into your partnership, your family, your world, because you're going to be holding a new container that's a higher vibration, most likely than the people around you that you left when you went into the course. So it's six weeks and it starts um, October 12th. And, um, yeah, and you can, so do you have a question about that? Because there's well, a lot to say about it. <laughs> there is a lot to say, and it's it's chocked full of information I and, and knowledge and growth and pushing the boundaries and all that stuff. And, you guys, I will have a um, shortcut to on my Facebook. So Everyday Spirituality Path, go there, and I will. Uh, you can click the link, and you can enroll or find out more about uh, Tamara's program. And also, you can get her book. I'll have that link as well. I just can't thank you enough for being here today. This is This hour went by, and it is so full of great information this is one is going to have to be listened to over and over and over again and each time you're going to get brand new information and a new insight so thank you again Tamara for joining us and everyone until we meet again I hope that your days are filled with magic wonder and blessings see you next time Thank you for joining Kimberly Tobin for Everyday Spirituality. Be sure to tune in again for another program next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll impart some more spiritual wisdom then.